Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Friday morning, hoping all's well with you out there today as always, and hoping that you have a great weekend planned. Today, going to be a bit of a brief episode. What I wanted to do today is first off, say awesome job to Kratom Science. Uh, these guys are great. They are such a good resource, and I often am looking at their website for some guidance when I'm trying to look into anything that has to do with Kratom, and this is no exception. So basically, there's a page on their website that was just updated uh, as of January 20th, and it is a list through uh, openstates.org of every single 2023 state Kratom bill, um, including sponsor contact information. So in other words, this is showing any active Kratom-related state legislation, uh, state level around the country, and the contact information for those bills sponsors. And so um, it, it's really great because what what Kratom Science has done here is compiled everything that you need to know about which states, you know, uh, are even thinking about Kratom, regardless of if it's positive or negative. And then it has a little thumbs up for each bill or thumbs down for each bill and the contact for the representatives who are championing those bills. So I thought it'd be interesting just for a quick breeze through to to kind of highlight some of these uh, bills because I think that it's cool. It's kind of like a cross-section of the country and where we're at since this is such a state-level issue still. Um, so for example, to show you the sort of different kind of ways that people are looking at this around the country, in Connecticut, they have a bill that's being considered right now which is simply to direct... Um, the the Department of Consumer Protection to conduct a study and then to submit a report on Kratom. This, you know, they, they just published a report recently in Colorado regarding how they would implement a Kratom Consumer Protection Act there and what the best way to do that would be. So this is kind of looking at the beginning part of that sort of process, right? So this is where they're trying to just pass a bill that makes the, the government conduct a thorough study um, into Kratom, right? So then in Florida, Florida is in a different place. This in Florida is where they're considering, you know, bill in the House and the Senate to create a real Florida Kratom Consumer Protection Act. So, um, you know, it seems like it has the typical uh, language with these KCPAs. And then there's another one for Indiana. This is interesting, I think. Currently, it's illegal in Indiana. The current bill, which is in the House, it legalizes Kratom. And the reason why I think it's interesting is because I don't see any language here initially about making this a Kratom Consumer Protection Act, you know, specifically. This just defines Kratom or Kratom product as a food product or a dietary supplement. So that is basically taking on the role of the FDA, which decides whether or not something can be considered a dietary ingredient or supplement, right? So this is like, this is a big deal, I think. I don't know what is going to happen there. I'm certainly not familiar with Indiana state level uh, legislature and politics and relationships and all that good stuff. Um, but I think that it's it's really interesting that it's like basically geared towards making sure that Kratom is not considered a controlled substance in uh, uh, Indiana and that it's kind of like a, assuming this role of the FDA with, without really putting um, the, the, the key language as the title of the bill, Kratom Consumer Protection Act of Indiana. Like that's not the, the initial thing there. Then um, you can move on down. There's a lot 
more here. Um, there's even a Kratom Consumer Protection Act being introduced in Mississippi, but you really see some interesting things in Mississippi because, of course, you know that, um, and it's listed here, by the way, Kratom Science, oh, they are throwing it down. They say that the legal status is that it's been banned in 33 counties and cities, but legal in the rest of the state. So with that in mind, you would expect to see a split, and you do, because when you look at the current bills being considered, there's one that is a Kratom Consumer Protection Act, then you see another one, <laughs> which is basically making Kratom a Schedule One controlled substance. Um, and I think that's interesting also because there are a lot of either parishes or counties in different states, parish if you're in Louisiana, that talk about how they will do whatever their legislature decides and so I know that there are some examples of that where there's a, a county or a parish that says we are going to make Kratom illegal, uh, even though the state legislature already has some sort of statement, you know, saying that they'll make it illegal if the FDA and the DEA make it illegal. And so, like, it, then you see the dominoes fall from the opposite direction and the local level start saying, well, you know what, let's just make it illegal now. So the, I always find it interesting to see which domino is falling first. And there is a third bill in Mississippi being considered that would add Kratom to Schedule One Controlled Substances classification. There's still a handful more bills left, and you should all definitely take a look at these. Um, uh, you know, there are a few more positive ones. Uh, Virginia, and it's currently legal in Virginia, and this would be a Kratom Consumer Protection Act. Looking at the language, it looks generally at first glance like it's kind of typical of most language around Kratom Consumer Protection Act. West Virginia, same thing. Currently legal, Kratom Consumer Protection Act is what the bill is introducing. And um, pretty standard KCPA, it says on Kratom Science's website. Um, it's interesting, though, actually. he They made a note here on the website that says that uh, it, although it is a standard KCPA, uh, give or take, it also has a provision preventing finance, financial institutions like banks, credit card companies, etc., from refusing service to Kratom vendors. That is the first time I've really paid attention to any language like that. That's fascinating. So West Virginia has a bill that's basically a KCPA in a nutshell, but also has a provision that makes sure that your financial institution cannot deny a transaction that you make to, to basically exchange Kratom fascinating stuff never would have thought about that and in west virginia uh, on the flip side there's another bill that would ban the sale of kratom and um so obviously there's a split there it would also make it a schedule one controlled substance in that state now the last thing i wanted to point out is south carolina south carolina is currently legal there their bill but all these other bills have like one or two co-sponsors right theirs has 18 representatives sponsoring the bill what is going on there? They are gung-ho. And and it says that basically they would be making it or trying to make it, yeah, adds Kratom to the list of Schedule 4 substances. So it lists that Schedule 4 means that there's a low potential for abuse relative to substances in Schedule 3. It has a currently accepted medical use and treatment in the U.S. And abuse of the substance may lead to limited physical or psychological dependence relative to substances in Schedule 3. That's interesting to me because that's specific it's not as intense as making it just all out schedule one but at the same time it it actually has something in there that's not true it says that like if you're going to make it schedule four in south carolina south carolina says that a schedule four substance quote unquote um it ha it has a currently accepted 
medical use in treatment in the United States. That's not true. There's no accepted medical use of Kratom in in the United States, as far as I can tell. I mean, that's at least what everyone says in the DEA and the FDA. So I know it hasn't been approved for use by them. So, um, So that's interesting. They're kind of making an exception there. It's like they want to make it not something that anyone can purchase or distribute or sell or process, but they're not saying it's a Schedule One substance, and they are saying indirectly that it has some sort of accepted medical benefit. Fascinating stuff, you guys. So if you can't tell by now, I'm a nerd. I love this kind of thing. I love deep diving into legislation. I'd say that I'm a policy wonk, except I don't know that much. <laughs> but that would be the term that I would strive to to fall under one day. I love looking into the little nitty, itty, itty, gritty details of this thing. And of course, Kratom's no exception. So thank you, Kratom Science, for putting this webpage up. It is an incredible resource, and I will link it in the description of this episode. Take it easy, everybody. Have a great, great weekend. We'll be back on Monday. Talk to y'all then. Bye-bye. Thank you.